the other day I was reviewing how I open up podcasts and I saw that way too many podcasts. I'm like, I'm very excited. But the truth is, I mean, I know it sounds cheesy, but I am excited and I, and I do get that excited and I am that cheesy. So I <laughs> just got to be myself, guys. I'm so happy to be back with you guys and excited to talk about, and, and I really am excited that today is day five of a huge challenge that we have been doing on Instagram and Facebook for the past five days. It's like an online party. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, where have you been? I mean, to be fair, maybe you didn't listen to the podcast since the last one released on Monday, but I think I did mention it on Monday. We have a huge challenge. We're giving away two prizes worth $475. And you guys know as well, we're doing awesome giveaways. And maybe for now until maybe the next week or two, we're giving about $3,200 worth of stuff away between our stuff and Ab and Artsy Zara and Sugar Clothing and Crescent Moon Bookstore and a whole bunch of other stuff. So if you are not already following us on Facebook, um, inside of our um, Mindful Muslim Sisters, we just changed the name of it, by the way. So I want to throw that out there to Mindful Muslim Ramadan because we always do that as Ramadan comes in. So if you like look on Facebook, Mindful Muslim Ramadan, you'll see our Facebook group there. That's a free Facebook group. And then we have an Instagram Obviously, you guys know me on Instagram, the five-day challenge. The stuff that women are writing in the comments, I want you to go in the, like, scroll through there. So raw about their limiting beliefs about themselves and their relationship with Allah. Like, what is at stake for them? Like, it is so good. It's like a virtual hug because women are saying something like that. And then the other women are like, I feel you. I'm there too. Like, you know, almost like high-fiving. Like, it's really, really supportive. And I think as women, when we're going through really tough times, we need that. And the fact that women are sharing those things on that space it means it's a safe space. And that makes me feel so good. Like, you don't understand. Like, that's what I've been trying to do. Create a safe space for Muslim women where we could just be ourselves and not, and like talk about the stuff that's bothering us and the stuff we feel inadequate about. And that's what women are doing in the challenge. So if you haven't already, get on in there. I know life is busy. So even though it's a five-day challenge and it's day five, I always give women till Sunday, 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So you have the weekend to catch up. Get on in there. It takes two minutes each time but it's incredibly powerful because the reflections are powerful. It's going to be powerful for you to just write your own, but then to also see other women's and kind of be like, wow, I'm not alone. Okay, I could do this. And I feel like it's just going to give you so much motivation and support and help. So I want you to go on and do that. And today we're going to go ahead and talk to you and like get something great for the kids. So today, in addition, I think we all want to connect with Allah and Ramadan, but today we're going to talk about the kids. We're going to talk about what we can do to make it exciting for them but I'm all about low to no prep because I am a busy woman and a lot of you guys are busy too. And then there's moms who are not busy. They just don't feel like it. <laughs> and I get you too. I get it. No worries. So today we have my little Alam. She's going to come on and um, she has a great page. She has really great like low um, prep ideas, but really, really great conversations with kids on these things. It's incredible. I'll be doing some of them with my own kids. I can't wait. I've been collecting toilet paper rolls just, you know, in my house just to do some of these things. Like it's really easy. And it's like, you don't have to buy a bunch of stuff on Amazon. Like it's, it's going to be good. All right, let's dive on in. Let's talk about Ramadan kids and activities and how we can make it super easy, but super meaningful. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. 
I'm your host, Mindful Musima, and we are here again today with another Ramadan prep podcast. And we're really excited because today this podcast will be a YouTube video as well. So moms and, and sisters, as you're listening right after anything that will be described today, kind of in audio, you will also get to see in visuals. And I'm really excited about that because there are so many beautiful things that I'm going to be looking at right now. And I want you to get to see them as well. And um, alhamdulillah, when you're in the video on YouTube, you'll be able to click the little links just like you can in the podcast right here inside the um the show notes and you'll be able to get these things that we're describing today inshallah and anything you're unsure of you can always um message me or message the sister that we have on today but without further ado very excited because i wanted to bring on another fellow educator somebody who does this all the time a beautiful creator that is um, dedicating all her time, uh, you know, for us as Muslim sisters that want to do things with our kids to create these beautiful, intricate, exciting hands-on activities where our kids can pull themselves closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially in Ramadan. In this time where we're all really wanting our kids to feel it as much as we do. And how better can we do that than having these memories that we build together? And so alhamdulillah, I wanted to welcome Sister Samia to the show from My Little Alam. Salam alaikum. Welcome, Sister Samia. Welcome, Salam. How are you? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, so happy to have you here. And um, Sister Samia, I was going to let her talk a little bit, just describe to you kind of like um, who she is, what she does. And I didn't even ask you before, Sister Samia, if you want to mention where you're um, based, it's up to you. Um, but alhamdulillah, this uh, audience is international, about 137 countries. So you'll see that we have sisters from all over the world. So uh, alhamdulillah, assalamu alaikum. Could you let us know a little bit about yourself and what you do? I sure can. It's a pleasure and an honor to be on here. Assalamu alaikum, everybody. My name is Samia, and I am the person behind My Little Alim. And I, uh, My Little Alim, just to give you a little bit of a backstory, this was a vision of my husband and I since uh, our son was born. So he is turning, well, he's turning six this year. So about five years ago, um, we got this vision. And um, but I only started working on the brand about a year ago, um, because I just got tired of waiting for the right time between work and kids and just regular everyday life. Um, uh, we weren't getting time to work on our vision that we've had for so many years. So finally, I started to work on it last year. And exactly um, one year ago, actually, from today. And the vision was that we want to make education, especially Islamic education, accessible, easy, and mainstream for parents and children. I say accessible because most of my printables are free, and most of the crafts that I make are made from upcycled materials. Um, and I say mainstream because we believe that Muslim children should be able to access Islamic activities that are regarded as normal or conventional or uh, quote unquote cool at this in this day and age. So, um, you know, if you are doing, for example, I'll give you just a little example. If you're doing a word search, instead of having, um, you know, random words in the in the word search, you should have the prophet's names or um, the five pillars of Islam, try to find clues related to those. So just things like that, um, thinking a little bit outside the box. So that's the vision behind my Lil Alim and Alhamdulillah, we've been working on it for a year now. And uh, 
have connected with a lot of very, very inspiring and wonderful people, uh, especially mothers. So um, we're very, very blessed. And yes, I'm based out of Canada to answer your earlier question. Alhamdulillah, subhanAllah. It's so beautiful because I think we all get these visions. We see this space where we need to do something or we can contribute. Like for us at, at Mindful Muslima, we're on a mission to help modern uh, Muslims live mindfully while maintaining their Islamic identity and thriving together as women. So it's that still like, hey, like you said, like the whole like um, keeping it, you know, mainstream and cool. It's like letting you know that whoever you are, it's really just fine. Just be who you exactly. are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and this, we're just making it easy and accessible to be you. <laughs> exactly. It. And yeah. we shouldn't be ashamed. I think sometimes, you know, as Muslims, we are, are kind of shy away from religion sometimes, um, depending on the society that you live in. But especially in the West, sometimes people are not as expressive about religion and stuff. And it's normal, you know, it's <laughs> Islam. Islam should be a part of your lifestyle. And you should teach that to your children, especially if you have young children. Yeah, the young age is really important, which is why I'm so excited because these are lovely activities. I'm not going to hold Sister Semi back. I want to let her get right into, she has about, I don't know, about four or five activities that she's going to share with us today that you can easily start to prep before and um, before Ramadan, or you could do them in Ramadan. It's up to you, but we wanted to give you enough time, moms, to get ready. So you have about a week or two uh, before Ramadan, you can get these things together. And I'm sure in Sister Semi, when we give you um, her website and everything, she'll, you know, give you even more information on how to make this extremely doable. But without no further ado, Sister Sammy, I know you have some hands-on things to show us. So go right ahead and let us see these wonderful activities. Well, I'm very excited to share them and I hope I can inspire um, some of you. So in our home, I like to take a little bit of a more traditional approach to Ramadan, um, where we focus on reciting the Quran and improving our recitation, learning about the sunnahs and the prophets. And um, so I'll talk about some ways that we can focus on these basic concepts within our homes and in our um, teach them to our children, inshallah. So the first um, Ramadan activity focuses on the Quran. And um, it is my personal goal for my children not to only to memorize or recite the Quran, inshallah, but um, be able to understand it because it's truly a perfect guidebook that it would and it's able to answer the more I read it and the more I understand it. I, you know, it, it answers every question that we might have in this life. And I really want them to, um, you know, connect with that. So my son, um, he wanted a list of all the surahs in the Quran. So 114 surahs. Um, so this was a, his vision actually. And uh, we worked on it together. And um, this is called the My Surah Table. And it has every surah in the Quran. 114 of them. Um, it took a long time to compile. So it has the surah number, the name of the surah, how many verses it, ha it has, the place that it was revealed, and just a little short description, easy for kids to understand. Um, and if they can't read, you can always help them out. And then the juz number. And this has been going around in our home. We He carries it everywhere with him. It's sometimes it's in a room. He's reading it on the kitchen table. He, it's everywhere. And um, you can probably see some of the pages are crumpled. But basically, we try to connect with the Quran and the stories that it has. So the other day, we were talking about Musa al-Islam. And he went and got his this uh, book. And he was like, well, Musa al-Islam is in this uh, 
he's mentioned in this surah and this surah and he was able to make that connection that he is one of the most mentioned names in the quran and it was really beautiful to for him to learn and understand that um so this is actually a free absolutely free printable because it was such a passion of his that i didn't feel right charging for it. and as i said um we try to make at my lilalim we try to make learning as accessible as we can so um it's absolutely free. All you have to do is go on the website and uh, down, um, enter your email address and it gets sent to you right away. But this is a really good way for young ones or even if you have older children to just connect with the Quran and um, just imagine how many, how many rewards you'll be getting. Um, and hopefully I'll be getting through you <laughs> if you use this during Ramadan. Hey, you know, Sister Sammy, I was thinking I could just envision right now. And, and by the way, um, just so everybody knows, this is one of the things that actually made me fall in love with Little Adam because I was like, oh my gosh, this is so great. I, I want to use this for my own family. And then so what happened was I was looking at it and I was saying, you can have, like you did, I said, you can have so many great conversations with this piece because like your son just noticed on his own, when you keep referencing something, and this is, you know, what you do in school and in great reading circles, you're like, well, what do you notice? Let's compare. And as you get deeper and deeper now, this book, the Quran, it's so beautiful. It's amazing, but it's a big book. And you could easily feel completely like, oh, this is so hard. And you know, it's funny, even though this is made for children. I can see reverts using this. I can see a, a women who just like have feel like they would love quick references also using this. And again, then passing these on to our family, making it so easy. So I would like, this is I'm envisioning, like I would take this and every night I can curl up like, you know, on the couch with my kids and be like, it's Quran time. It's like a family event. Just even 10, 15 minutes of like, just talking about like why Allah made this surah, like what are we getting from this and whatever, and just covering a couple things. But as a mom, it's like a no prep, which is why I like it, right? Like this is something that it makes it easy for you to do the Quran. You don't have to go research, figure out stuff, or plan it. It's all done for you. So for the moms who are stressed and busy and don't have the time or the energy, this is really, really great. So Jazakumallahu khairan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward you. Oh, I mean, inshallah. And that was the goal. That was exactly the goal. And I'll be honest with you, and I'm not ashamed to admit it, but I've learned more from this than my, my son has. I use this myself. And I mean, I didn't right? expect that I, I didn't make it for myself, but um, I think everybody has the, um, the opportunity to improve. Uh, so Alhamdulillah, I'm really, really happy with this project and I hope some of you can use it and download it. Perfect. Love it. Excellent. Awesome. Cannot wait to see the next one. Good. Okay. So the next one is um, about moon sighting and it's a little bit um, outside the box, I think. So we have two paper, paper, to toilet paper rolls um, here, and they're just round. You know, you can just even curl up some cardboard if you have. And what I tape them together, and you can use glue, tape them together, and make little binoculars out of them. So, do you see that? Can you envision it? Um, and punch some holes on the side and attach some string to it. And the string can act as a lanyard to sit around your child's neck as they go looking for the Ramadan moon. And I know that in, uh, especially where we live, um, in the, you know, because of the global warming and pollution and all that, it's very hard in most areas to sight the moon. However, just the sunnah of going out and looking for the moon 
is very rewarding. So teach that to your children. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to cite the moon. You can just teach them that, hey, we're going to out together as a family to look for the moon. And just that act of, um, I think, uh, just that act of sunnah it brings your family together and you can decorate them. I know that um, you, I've seen people use washi tape. You can put glitter on it if you allow that in your home. Um, personally, I feel like it's a very risky um, crafting item, but we use it. <laughs> and um, you and with the older children, if you have older children, they can help you assemble the, these binoculars or telescope if you um, for your younger ones and the younger ones can decorate it. And then you guys can talk about the laws of moon sighting because there are laws um, that are involved in proper Ramadan moon sighting. And it's a really beautiful um, sunnah to, I think, follow in your home, especially as you start the Ramadan season. I love this. And what I love about it is I can see um, like if, if the kids make the binoculars, right? And then they put them away. And then every year it's like, it's time to get out the binoculars, you know, and you make Ramadan coming in more of an event. It's like, hey, let's get excited. Let's go look and we'll look for the moon. I'm, I'm thinking like in the back of my head, I have the Cat Stevens song, Ramadan Moon. Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. Like, like you, you know, I have it in the background about Ramadan Moon, looking for the moon, yeah. and the moon right? And then you like, you like go run, you know, run to the windows, take out the binoculars. It's time for the year. And at the end of the Ramadan, you put them away until next year and you bring them out. And it could be like this regular thing where the kids get excited for this thing that that is coming and then, you know, bidding farewell to it. So I think it's, it's actually a, a lovely kind of nostalgic piece to bring into the home as well. And that's exactly it. And you know what, it costs nothing, right? Everybody has these toilet paper rolls and I never throw them out. I always save them because you can always do something with them. Um, so they're great. And you're right, that Ramadan moon song, uh, Nasheed um, is very, very much loved in our home during Ramadan. Alhamdulillah, subhanAllah. I love these. These are very simple, very great, but they, they have very deep meaning. So these are lovely. I hope these sisters are really enjoying. And don't forget on YouTube, you'll be able to see these visually that everything she's showing you in child business. And again, we'll have all the links if you want to download everything to be super easy for you. All right, I want to hold you up. So I'm so sorry. What's the next one? <laughs> That's okay. Um, so the next one is involving your children in the, your Ramadan routine. So, you know, we all have a routine. We wake up for suhoor, we um, pray, we make iftar, we um, pray taravi, we recite some Quran, involve your children in that. So they grasp what it actually means that that act of those, these little acts of worship, they're very rewarding. So teach them that, you know, involve them that. So I love getting the kids involved in my kitchen. It gives, gives us an opportunity to learn about kitchen safety and practice all sorts of like fine motor skills and uh, math and comprehension. So depending on the ages, and I know it might not be for every child, but um, the, the children could help you make iftar one day. Um, and this can be as complicated or as, um, simple as you need it to be but um the if kitchen in, is not your thing then you can let them stay awake for tarabi and i really feel that in the peace and quiet of the night you can feel the angels around you so let them experience that it would be so beautiful if your children could experience that with you and um if you're really particular about routine that's okay just read the Quran with them so they can be playing they can be making a puzzle recite out loud with um with them by your side and um children are always listening even if you think that they're not paying attention to you 
they are always listening. So, and your voice as your as their mother is the most soothing and beautiful for them to hear, especially when you're reciting the words of Allah. Absolutely. And you know, you inspired me with your props. So I brought my own props now. <laughs> I was thinking of you in the kitchen when I tell for the moms that are scared, I bought these on Amazon. These are those nylon. Oh, seats. we have them too. Yeah. Right. I don't know. Like they cut, they cut so well, you know, some are like dull and they're not really real. Like these really cut, but they won't cut your fingers or anything like that. So these are great. I think I don't know. It was like $9.99 for a pack of three or four, whatever. And I use yeah. these with the kids and you give them something that you don't really need to like have cut too much. Like you just be like something chops up something over here that you know you're going to blend anyway so it doesn't matter if they mess it up like you're just like oh my gosh you're helping me this is so great and my kids love it and then I went on Amazon I didn't get the prop for this one and I, I bought them little chef's hats and little yes aprons. like really yeah. they you don't know my daughter like she's she can't contain herself she's like ah! yeah. she gets like so excited and they always want to help me roll sambusa which I'm always like ah sambusa I know it. <laughs> so I let them roll their own but then they always open up but you know alhamdulillah like the fact that they're part of it believe me these I have for my I have kids now that are 22 and 23 and then I have a five-year-old and a and a nine-year-old and in between ones and whatever and the point is the ones who are older are like we remember Ramadan cooking with you we remember like those were their memories so that's really I love that you suggested that and I have one more prop um it, you know you can even have them be the one that goes and gets the sujedas and puts them out mm -hmm. for everyone and just gets the reward. And it's one less yep. thing for you to do. So just little things where they're not in your way. I know some moms don't, you know, they feel that way that are just really to them so meaningful. I love that. Oh yeah. And you're absolutely right about just tiny, tiny kind acts, you know, getting the musalla or just, you know, opening up the uh, Quran, they're they're very rewarding. Getting especially the dates for everyone and passing the dates around in yeah. a bus. Like these are yes. so easy. They're not going to take too much time or nope. anything. And they feel really special. Like I'm the person today. And you could switch it up. Today, one of your kids does the dates. The other one gets the sajadas. Like let them just feel like really, you know, part of the whole thing. I love that you reminded us of that. Jazakallah khair. Yes, exactly. So next one I'm going to talk about is more for the kids that love art. Um, and this is one of my favorites because we've been using it for a couple of years now. Um, this, uh, so you, what you do is you take a sheet of paper, right? And you paint something, draw something, whatever you like I painted this scene and um, then I laminated it if you don't have lam laminator no problem all you have to do is just take um, clear tape and just ta tape your sheet of paper making sure that no none of the paper is revealed get your tape on there and then you take um, some little bit of paint and a little bit of dish soap so if you're taking one spoon of paint then you mix one spoon of dish soap. It can be any brand of paint, any brand of dish soap. It works with everything. Um, and you mix those two together and paint your, um, paint a little, like, I guess, uh, um, paint over your painting, over your laminated or your taped sheet. And then give, once it's dry, let it dry overnight and give your ch children a stick or a plastic card and let them scratch it off and this is wonderful because um it's really really great because you can reveal the painting that's under it so for us this one we did removing the kiswa and it's more of a hajj activity but um you can see the bricks of the baba showing up like a masjid or something and then reveal the people inside praying or something like i could see you can do with anything 
Yeah. The, uh, yeah, exactly. The, you can make it as complicated as you want. And the older children, if you have older children, they can help you paint it. And then the younger ones can help um, scratch it off. And as you can see, as I scratch off the black paint on the Kaaba, you can see the, un, the um, bricks of the Kaaba. And my son, uh, he's done this. Like we've had this, I think I made it a couple of years ago. And we've had, he's done it like about 15 times. And every single time, it's the same painting, the same Kaaba, the same bricks that come out under from under the black um, paint. And he loves it. He just, even right now, as I was uh, preparing for this, he was like, mommy, can I scratch it? Can I scratch it? And I said, no, you can't scratch it. I have to show the people. <laughs> but he's going to be upset though. Why did you scratch it for me? I want It's okay. Leave him some to scratch. We'll be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I love that. Like you said, like you can even have an older child create a picture and then not show the younger child and the younger child gets to take it off and see what they made them so they can make them make them for one another too that's really cool I'm thinking my son would as you're talking I'm thinking of my own son and he would want to make one for his sister and and see that she gets excited what's inside and I know she would want to try to figure out what's inside and they could take guesses and whatever you could do like you said you could make it so simple I love your activities they're they're so low prep and low thought but they can be so deep like the depth of conversations like you could do a scene and then after tell them about it like first just let them get excited and touch it and then after let's tell you the story of the scene you know well that's exactly it and I've done this activity with um where I've put like alphabets and I covered them up so then you want to if you want to teach them Arabic or um if you want to teach them just English alphabets even just cover them up with some paint and let them scratch it off and guess what that letter is underneath and it's a great homeschooling learning activity. I, I personally think that my motto in life is minimal effort, maximum gain. So yeah. that's how I try to do everything. Sure. I love it. So good. Thanks for sharing that one. And now the last one that I'm going to share with you is super simple. Um, this is Ramadan senses. So, you know, your senses, you see, touch, smell, taste, and hear. Apply them to Ramadan. So what are the some of the things that you can see in Ramadan? You can see your alarm clock. You can touch your prayer mat. You can smell the incense candles if you light them in your home. So I made this craft on my Instagram page with using cardboard. And I drew the little um, clues. And my son had to match them up to the five senses. But honestly, people loved it so much because it, I, I don't think this is something that has been created before. and. Um, so I was like, well, I have to make this into uh, some, and I got so many mothers messaging me that, oh, we want to make this, but you know, we, I wish we could draw, or I wish I had time to make these, you know, like, because I did what, 15 clues, and he had to match them up to the five senses. So I did three clues per sense. And um, I wish I had time and all that. So I said, okay, well, we got to make this easier. It's since they love it so much. So we came up with the Ramadan census activity booklet that's launching. It's going to be um, sent on Wednesday. So March 24th, I think by the time you upload this, it should already be sent, yeah. but it's again free. And um, what it is, is you how to use my senses. So there's a worksheet about that. There's a very simple word search. And this is geared for about um, three to six-year-olds. So I, I don't like giving ages just because I know every child is different, but um, the, it has a page of um, to match your senses, just like the cardboard activity. So we did the same thing for that. And then you can cut practice your um, cutting skills and cut out the clues and then match them up to your sheet. 
And it's really a conversation starter because then they start to say, okay, well, I can feel the prayer beads, but I can also see them. So which one is it? So it really starts a conversation. And then I have um, five worksheets about how to apply these senses. So for example, if you're looking at the Kaaba, what sense are you using? You're looking at it. And so one of the example is what shape is the Kaaba? And you have to circle the right shape. And then it asks you, well, what sense did you use? And it's a really wonderful, another example of what My Little Alim is all about, where we really try to main, use Islam in mainstream activities. So that was the vision. And again, this is free. Um, our, really, our goal is to really just try and make everything as accessible as we can. So that is the Ramadan Senses activity book. I love that too, because, you know, also for moms that have older kids too, and you need like that help and stuff, you can get the older ones to help them with some of these activities. And you could also say to the older ones, Hey, you know what you, you can also do good deeds in Ramadan. So, you know, like, for example, I have a nine-year-old and a five-year-old, the nine-year-old could easily have the five-year-old will love to glue and stick, but maybe she'll do some of them wrong. And she'll be really, really fast about it. Cause you know how kids are, they just get right. so, yeah. and so you can have, you know, while you're cooking or doing something, you could have your nine-year-old be like, okay, you're going to do a good deed. Mommy wants you to try to talk to her about some of these things. You could see what they know and how they talk to her. And then you could come in and then have a conversation with all three of you. Or you could just do it on your own and have them, you know, watch you the first time and then let them try to do it on their own. Like there's so many ways that you can involve just you and the kids. You can get some of your older kids with your younger kids for the moms that say, well, what do I do with the older kids? You know, I think for the older kids, there's this really big opportunity to share what they know and um, feel important and feel like they're helpful and teach them that that's, you know, they're the, the great example and stuff. So if you do have small ones and it's hard for you and to do dinner and do these activities, I know some moms want to do them, you know, sister, and then it's yes. like, but they never get quite get to them. I'm just trying to give some ideas also for if you have multi-age children, it's really right. great to bring them together. Um, and don't worry about the fighting. This is another opportunity <laughs> to have a great conversation about how to treat one another and, you know, alhamdulillah. But I love these. They're so simple, very beautiful, very smartly laid out. And so I encourage all the sisters to definitely check these out. She has a ton more other stuff that is outside of Ramadan, of course, as well. And you're welcome to check those as well. And um, sister, do you want to just say your um, Instagram? I'm going to put it below, but some women are very audio. Um, if you just want to say your um, Instagram handle and your website, inshallah. Sure. So Everything is just under my little alim. Um, and my Instagram is my little alim. The website is mylittlealim.com. And um, we would love to have you and hopefully inspire you. Um, we're really trying hard. And Alhamdulillah, we've been connected with so many wonderful, wonderful, amazing women. And actually, through one of these connections is how I connected with you. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it's so true because, you know, when you help someone, like it, like you end up getting help for yourself. And so like, I, I help certain women and they help me. And then through each other, we find other amazing women. And like you said, that's kind of how we connected. So keep your connections with other sisters and explore and share all that, you know, so I'm so happy you had time to come on. And I told her, I didn't give her like a ton of time. As soon as I heard about her, I like rushed to her and she was very accommodating. <laughs> so I do appreciate. And Jazek I know so many women will benefit from this and please sisters do share this podcast 
podcast. If you're watching via the YouTube, share it as well. That way, that way other moms can benefit. And for every good deed that they do with their families, you'll get rewarded. The sister who created will get rewarded. Everybody gets rewarded in the process. And it's only more reward for all of us in Ramadan to help one another get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to ourselves and our family. So thank Inshallah, you. Inshallah, that's the goal. Jazakallah for having me. This was so much fun. Well, yucky, I loved it. And I learned so much and I'm definitely going to be using some of these and you'll probably see them on my Instagram. I'll tag you. And inshallah, oh, yeah. when my kids are making them, inshallah, thank you sisters for listening. Do not forget, we have two things that are still open. Um, we're going to be opening Thrive Muslima, the membership that we have April 4th. It will be open for a couple days. We only open it once a year and everybody's going to be rushing in because we're going to be connecting and spending Ramadan together. We also have the Ramadan Recharge Experience. If you need help, Help and motivation and support near that person all Ramadan. We have an entire program where we have, um, now I'm very excited to say we have a revert imam coming on to support reverts in there. We have Quran teachers in there. We have, um, you know, inspirational stuff for self-love, self-improvement, connecting with Allah. I personally follow up with you every week through all your Ramadan goals and help you create them in your morning routines. It's just a ton of fun, a bunch of sisters live don't spend Ramadan alone. So very excited. Those links will be below. And if you can't find them, if you're not a link finding girl for either Sister Samia's stuff or mine, you can always um, message me on Instagram for mine or hers. And um, inshallah, bismillah, can't wait to connect with you all. Jazakum Allahu khairan. Assalamu alaikum. Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.